0: Hello listeners, this is Thursday Adams back with the first episode of season 3 of Lost Films. And for today's episode, I'll be going over the cancelled script of Batman vs. Superman directed by Wolfgang Peterson from 2004. Now at the time, both characters' franchises were in an odd place after the failures of Superman 4, The Quest for Peace from 1987, and Batman and Robin from 1997. But the writer of the film Seven, Andrew K. Walker, pitched a Batman vs. Superman film to Warner Brothers. The executives enjoyed him but said the script was too dark, but decided to go ahead with the idea and hired a new writer to rewrite the entire script, and that was Akiva Goldsman. After that, they got Wolfgang Peterson to direct, and to avoid publicity, the working title for the script was Asylum. Now, there are some conflicting reports the title was going to be Batman vs Superman Asylum or just Batman vs Superman, and that the film was going to be set in the Burton-verse or it was going to be a full reboot. Christian Bale and Colin Farrell were considered to play Batman and Jude Law was top choice for Superman. Now, the film would have opened with Clark Kent slash Superman and Lois Lane being divorced and Clark's friend asking to hang out for a drink but Clark uh, says no because he doesn't drink and he goes out as Superman and starts hunting criminals around the metropolis. And as for my boy Bruce Wayne slash Batman, life isn't good for him either because Dick Grayson slash Robin Alfred Pennyworth, Commissioner Gordon and Joker are all dead and Bruce has been retired from being Batman for about five years. Bruce does find love and meets a woman named Elizabeth Miller. She's an original character, by the way. And the two get married. Clark would have attended the wedding and he and Bruce share a chat. Bruce tells Clark why he stopped being Batman and said, After Dick was murdered, it stopped being about justice. It started being about vengeance. Here's the thing about blood. You develop a taste for it and then a thirst. I was putting them in a hospital and it wasn't enough. I wanted to kill them, each one in that endless parade of freaks. And I knew if I started killing, I wouldn't stop. You wouldn't understand, it's a weakness we have, a human thing. While Bruce and Elizabeth are on their honeymoon, Elizabeth gets killed with a dart with Joker venom and a message is written on the wall and it says, this is the beginning of the end. Bruce then returns to Gotham, and with pain, loss, and rage building up inside him, he vows to find and kill whoever it was that killed Elizabeth. Clark tries to talk Bruce out of his rage, but Bruce directs at him. He blames Clark for letting a terrorist he stopped in in the film's opening live, when both cases are clearly linked. Bruce returns to the Batcave after five years, Everything is reactivated and Alfred is now a computer generated AI hologram. Bruce analyzes the poison dart that killed Elizabeth and the Joker toxin is identified, but since Joker's dead, Bruce believes it must be a Joker imposter. And believes that the Joker imposter was the terrorist Clark let live. The bat computer flashes on and Bruce crosses to a shining steel door and inside sits the bat suit in storage armored and black awaiting resurrection. Bruce decides it's time to go back to work. Clark, on the other hand, revisits his childhood home, where he hears the ghostly advice of his parents telling him beyond Smallville there is another world that needs him. Meanwhile, back in Gotham, after a diamond safe robbery, the armed gang take off into the pipes below the streets. The gang is picked off one by one and the last two are punched slash beaten by Batman and Batman ragefully beats down the leader and states, You used to run with Joker. Spread the word. Batman lives. The next day, the news reports 25 sightings of Batman. Many of the reported encounters with Gotham's criminals were described as unusually violent. As Superman reacquaints with his childhood friend Lana Lang, Batman is out questioning Toy Man, whoever that is, about the origins of the poison dart that killed Elizabeth, and Toyman informs him the Joker is back. Bruce begins intense training, and and then he drives the Batmobile to the cemetery. He stands before the grave and swipes away the dead flowers and starts digging. He takes a crowbar and opens the coffin where a jack-in-the-box Joker dummy head springs up as a recorded Joker laugh taunts him. Back at the Kent farmhouse, Superman carefully places a chunk of kryptonite into a lead-lined box. Batman responds to a disturbance where he is ambushed by Joker, who brandishes a flamethrower before driving away in an armored car. Batman pursues him w- with the Batmobile. Joker grabs a smile face bazooka and then fires it at the Batmobile. And Batman ejects from the Batmobile before the missile hits it. Batman lands on Joker's car and begins smashing through the window, but is thrown from the hood. Joker begins to kick an already bruised Batman and lands a foot on his throat, then changes his mind. He lets him live for now and drives off. Superman discovers Lex Luthor has been plotting to put him and Batman at odds with each other. Lex tells him that the government was working on a kryptonite based weapon and it's revealed the Joker seen in this script is a Joker clone funded and brought to life by Lex. Clone Joker advertises to the city that tonight is the main event. Superman pleads to Batman to not kill the Joker clone and Bruce ignores him as he takes off to execute justice. Batman and Superman then have their huge fight. The fight ends with Batman shooting Superman in the shoulder with a kryptonite arrow, and Batman snaps the arrow apart, embedding it deeper into Superman. And Batman receives a message from Clone Joker linked into his helmet, telling him that they must fight on until one of them dies. And then... Clone Joker appears in person, revealing he hired Elizabeth to marry Bruce and that the whole thing was a practical joke and he had to kill her just to hurt him. Then Batman fights the Joker clone and Superman helps him as Clone Joker gains the advantage. Batman is finally at the position to finally kill Joker once and for all, but changes his mind and Bruce and Clark reconcile as Lex Luthor appears in his own armored suit also made by the government for if Superman snapped. Anyway, Batman and Superman then fight Lex Luthor. Batman flies into Lex Luthor and they fight in midair. Then the solar radiation in Lex's suit causes the suit to go into hyperpower and explode. As Batman falls to the ground, Superman catches him. Bruce and Clark then shake hands as friends and then we see them into the dawn and then gone. The end. Now this film was scrapped because there was a dispute with some people from the studio who wanted to go with J.J. Abrams' eventual scrapped Superman flyby script. Then they eventually decided to give Batman and Superman their own solo movies, such as The Dark Knight Trilogy starring Christian Bale as Batman, and Superman Returns starring Brandon Routh as Superman. But after the success of Man of Steel in 2013, Zack Snyder announced the next film would be Batman vs Superman. Which was eventually released in 2016, starring Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill, and started a DC cinematic universe known as the DCEU, which will now be rebooted with new actors. And Matt Reeves' The Batman Universe, starring Robert Pattinson as Batman, will remain under the brand Elseworlds with the new DCU alongside it. Well, that's the story behind Wolfgang Peterson's Batman vs. Superman, and I'll be back with the next Lost film. This is Thursday Adams signing off.